In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! Is your financial plan built to turn your portfolio into long-lasting retirement income and raise that income over time? On today's show, three things your financial plan could be missing. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. Welcome aboard for another edition of the Get Ready for the Future show. Glad to have you with us recording live on this Wednesday, October 13th of 2021. My name is Scott Inman. Along with me on the table today, Candace Stanley. Welcome to you. Thank you for how having we, me. How are we good doing morning. this morning? Good. How about yeah, you? Doing good. You like the new good. set? This is I your do. first time. It's beautiful. You guys have done a, a great well, job. we didn't do anything. Uh, yeah. John didn't either. I just show up who, and sit here. Who yeah. did it? Who did uh, it? Marketing? Mar- marketing department. Good job, yes. marketing. Yeah. Did yes. a great job. We debuted it last week. John, yes. welcome to ha- back for your uh, full first full show. Yes, and I've been displaced set. from the middle to the end. Yes. So you know that's that uh, things just continue to change around here. I but uh, change of set, change of position. But it's quite all right. We'll 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 suffer through it. It, will yeah. be a, it won't be a problem. Well, the first thing you're going to have to get used to is that people do kind of come by and they might even wave. Right, right. that'll so, be all right. If yeah. start waving. I yes. thought about that <laughs> on the way over here, thinking, do not get distracted by the people. <laughs> you know, when I was in radio, they had big uh, windows like this outside the the studio in El Dorado, and I got mooned one time oh my yes. well, let's hope that oh. doesn't happen now you put that idea out there yeah no, it's, no. it's out there carmen yes. will stop them at the door <laughs> yes there, there's still a lobby and, a, and an elevator area we're not yeah. it's not like it's the street that's out right, there, right? so that's right. Uh, we're gonna have a little bit of a security hopefully <laughs> that uh, keeps that from happening but if you haven't uh, joined us yet that welcome to our new set this used to actually be uh the, our conference room it was a meeting room in our west little rock office but uh we have a lot more space now than we had in the old radio room and uh we are continuing to bring new ideas on board with the set we are recording the fastest four in here as well and lots of content lots of resources coming your way from the gen wealth team uh, out of this uh this room so on today's show we're talking about three things your financial plan could be missing so the assumption we're making i guess to start is that if you have a financial plan these are three things uh, your financial plan could be missing. We know most people don't, and we talk about that all the time on the show, right? The numbers right. are very, very small uh, percentage-wise of people who actually have a written financial plan. The numbers vary, I think, John, between, what, 15 to maybe 20% of people. 20%, yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. And yeah. and I think this really does point out the fact that if you don't have a financial plan, these things are even bigger problems for you. Right. Because usually a financial plan has some mobility to it, some flexibility to it. If you don't have a financial plan and you're trying to do retirement on your own and, and trying to just kind of, oh, we'll figure it out as we go along, uh, you're really running through the woods in the dark yeah. and, and you don't really know what's around the next tree. Yeah. And I think kind of some people do feel like they have a financial plan, but really don't. They think they get a monthly statement from their 401k. Mm-hmm. They, they think that they maybe have some outside investments. They know they're accumulating. They know they're saving, mm-hmm. but that's not really a plan. Yeah. Just because you have investments doesn't mean you necessarily have a plan. You know, you may have savings in the bank and and assets at um, a brokerage account or something. But when you're accumulating, it's a different game when you change to decumulating. When you've got to take that as income, you've got to have a plan for that because we've got to watch out for what's coming. Yeah. And I think that's when people really start to recognize, you know, I've done I've done this all my life. Now what? Mm -hmm. Uh, How am I going to make this last the rest of my life? So Thinking along those lines, we always talk about the problem is income. It's not really about an asset level. It's about income. And you've got to turn, I mentioned it in the open there, you have to turn your portfolio into an income stream. And I think that's a concept that has to start uh, in people first, because oftentimes we talk about the just-in-case uh, retirement. They're, they're segregated, right? My, right. My, my Social Security, maybe there's a pension in there, and then there's everything I saved. And building an income plan that integrates all that is really sometimes is, it really escapes people mentally mm-hmm. starting out. Yeah, you've got to have that that sort of unification of your money working toward the goal that you have, which is to have regular, predictable, dependable, inflation-adjusted income that you yep. can't outlive. 
Uh, you don't know how long you're going to live. You don't know what inflation is going to do. You don't know what the markets are going to do. So it has to be a well-coordinated structure for you to be able to withstand some of those things because we know they're going to happen. Already, we see inflation happening in the current economy, and it hadn't been a problem for a long time. And a lot of people erroneously thought that inflation was dead, that we just weren't going to have inflation. But you take a look at what's going on right now inflation is is pretty serious and of course there's a lot of debate right now as to whether or not that inflation factor is going to be here for a long time or just a short transitory period as the fed likes to talk about it yeah 5.4 that's the that's the number that came out today yes in fact on the cpi so year over year so the september number now that we're in october September 2021 compared to September of 2020, 5.4% was the inflation rate. So it's much higher than it's been uh, in decades, in fact, uh, in this country. So that's actually our first thing. Three things your financial plan could be missing. Number one on our list is an answer for inflation. Uh, It's been heavily debated, as John mentioned, whether it is transitory. But even if it is transitory, it is going to be there on some level. So you think about what your financial plan could be missing And if you do have a plan or if you do have even a simple withdrawal strategy in place, when you reach retirement about pulling money out of your uh, retirement assets or any of your assets for that matter, uh, it may be more of an arbitrary percentage, right? You're thinking I'm going to pull 4% out of my portfolio, but have you thought about that needing to increase over time? Because if you think about retirement, the proposition of retirement potentially being at least 20 years in duration, and it could be longer, very easily could be longer. Would you work at a job for 20 years and never get a pay raise, never take a pay raise? Nobody would answer yes to that. And so you're going to have to find a way to increase your income through your financial plan because inflation is going to erode the buying power of whatever income you're taking. Candace, we work with a lot of clients in the Bryant office, and and I know that many times we have people come in and say, okay, I need to have X number of dollars coming in, but it's hard to get them to understand that those dollars are going to need to increase over time because they think they have maybe a pension and that's going to pay them, you know, Mm -hmm. really well. But in most pensions, your first check is the best check you're going to get. Yeah. And a lot of pensions, the the first payment that you get on your first day of retirement is going to be the same amount that you get on, you know, the day before you die. Right. So what we need to do is not just have and just live on what we're going to be getting every single month. So your pension, your social security, those are living paycheck to paycheck. And if you've got, like we said, that just in case retirement sitting over here that you could be using to utilize, your income is not reaching its full potential. You could be using some of that and, um, and, and you have to have increases in your income every so often to be able to keep up with inflation. That's your buying power. So when things start to cost more later in retirement, because it's going to, your retirement's going to be 20, 30, in very rare cases, 40 years, things are going to cost more later. So that your buying power has to be able to keep up with that. Scott, we did some math on this. Uh, if you have a net income of, let's say, $6,000 a month today, and inflation stays the same as it has for the past 20 years. So we're not talking about rampant inflation here. We're talking about very low levels, record low levels of inflation. So if you do that math and you say, okay, $6,000 a month today, and we don't have any more inflation than we did in the last 20 years, 20 years from now, you need to have $9,171 a month Mm. coming in Mm. just to buy the same stuff that you were buying 20 years previous with that uh, lower amount of money because prices go up. Prices continually Mm -hmm. go up. When you think about what's happened in the last two years uh, with prices, we've seen, uh, what is it, car, uh, used cars. The average used car in America was about uh, $22,000 before COVID. After COVID, it's about Mm $28,000. That's a huge increase in a used car. Yeah. And gas prices have gone from about $2 a gallon to about $3 a gallon. Mm-hmm. All of these things are real. Yeah. Uh, and, and you cannot uh, think that you can just, you know, wing it on trying to structure a retirement income plan that will help you to keep pace with inflation. Yeah, and even more of the basics. Have you bought steak? Have you bought bacon recently? And yep. you see those prices yeah. are going up. And, and even that, you know, you think about, well, how are you going to get pay raises in retirement? We did actually just uh, find out today that Social Security has announced 
their cost of living adjustment for 2022. We did a fastest four actually on this a few weeks ago, and uh, the estimate then was 6.2. Came in a little bit less than that at 5.9. The way they figure that, by the way, uh, is three months leading ending in October. So the three months leading through October, August, September, and October, whatever the average inflation rate is through those three months off the CPI is what they set the cost of living adjustment for Social Security. So you think about, well, that's huge, 5.9%, and it is. And we are very glad that uh, Social Security recipients are going to get that. But we also did uh, some looking into uh, the cost of living adjustments over time with Social Security, and they're not really keeping up with actual senior expenses. Maybe they are keeping up with that CPI. Maybe they're keeping up with food and gas, but things like prescription medications Mm -hmm. and other things that are considered senior living expenses have accelerated at a much higher rate over the last 20 years than those cost of living adjustments for Social Security. So that's not going to keep up with inflation. Social Security is not going to do the trick. Yeah, and I think that you've also got to think about what's going to happen when uh, they start raising Medicare premiums. You know, yeah. the Medicare trust fund is is in worse shape than the Social Security trust fund. And so are you actually going to see that 5.9% increase? I don't think you will. I think there will be some increases over the next few years in the Medicare premiums that are charged against your social security check and that that what looks like could be a a great benefit to you at a 5.9 percent increase right now that benefit could disappear so what do you do we've we've talked about the clear need for inflation adjusted raises in your retirement income so how do you do that and i think where this really falls back into is the investment side and really even the the behavioral side of this because I think you've we've all met with clients that were maybe pretty aggressive with their risk tolerance when they were accumulating wealth but they start to come up to that actual retirement date and things like covid uh, when the market goes down puts them into a free for all panic right they they start pulling money out of equities or maybe just in general they think I don't want to be in equities as I get close to retirement. Mm-hmm. The need for inflation-adjusted raises in retirement income over time means you still have to believe in equities with a portion of your portfolio. Yeah, I think that uh, there's that thought that I have to go all conservative in order to keep everything that I've saved, and that's not necessarily the case. There needs to be balance in your portfolio. You should never get all out of equities because, like you said, Scott, we've got to be able to keep up with inflation. Yeah, and that's the only asset class of that and real estate, John, that have kept up with or out outperformed inflation over time. Yeah, you've got to have balance. That is the, the key in investing in retirement mm-hmm. is balance. And when you look at what we do with the income for life model and the bucketing strategy that we provide our clients here at GenWealth, balance is really at the center of that. You've got some money invested in, in low-yielding, stable income type investments. You've got some money that is invested more aggressively that will help to overcome inflation. And we add in that alternative investment part of it in real estate to provide some diversification and to provide almost that that pivot point or that that uh, centerpiece of the seesaw in trying to balance a portfolio, we, we think that that provides a lot of benefit to our clients. Yeah. And here's the thing, too, in that equity component, when you talk about those buckets, you have to be able to understand that you're not going to be tapping that for a while, right? right. Mm-hmm. So if the if COVID happens uh, again, God forbid, which we hope, but something is going to happen again that's going to make the market go down 20 or 30%, you're not actually going to be taking your income from those investments. Mm-hmm. Those equities are built for long-term growth so that you can increase your uh, retirement monthly income later. In fact, in, in those equity buckets, we're not planning to touch those for about 15 years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and, and also those equity buckets provide you the opportunity to harvest some gains yeah. and, and take a look at, at, okay, when you've had a really good market like we've had in the last couple of years, you can take some of those gains off the table and put those into more conservative investments, and that elongates the time period that you have before you have to tap into those equities. So if we have a downturn in the market, you're okay. Right. You've got some money banked to to basically glide you through that downturn in the market. We want to remind you about our uh, free resource, the 15-minute retirement checkup. Find out how likely you are to have a successful retirement. Text the word CHECKUP to 501-381-5228 or visit 15minuteretirement.com. That's 15minuteretirement.com. Back in a moment. Get ready for the future show's topic today, three things your financial plan could be missing. We talked about in the last segment, 
accounting for inflation. If you do not have a financial plan for your retirement that accounts for inflation eroding your buying power and thereby provides increases in your retirement income, that is the first thing uh, that it is missing. And we have number two coming up. But before we get to that, the Get Ready for the Future show is a radio show in its uh at its core, it started as a radio show and was only a radio show for a long time. But we are so happy to have these other outlets like our streaming on Facebook Live and on YouTube and our podcast. Because if we didn't have those right now, John, nobody would be hearing us. That's right. 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 <laughs> we love the Razorbacks, but they've kind of knocked us off of the uh, local airwaves because of the <laughs> TV timing of uh, of the games in the last two or three weeks at least. And and again for next weekend yeah. for UAPB. That is an 11 o'clock game as well. And, of course, we're on uh, 103.7 The Buzz in central Arkansas, and uh, they are the sports station. And, obviously, the Razorbacks are a little bit bigger deal than me and Scott and whoever else may be on the show. Uh, and Not so, my, my name's Candace. Uh, well, but, I'm just kidding with you. In general, you weren't here last week. <laughs> whoever may be on the show at any given point. Man, we're so touchy around here these days. Anyway, just uh, but the, the, the point is, is that we're really glad uh, that we've got this ability. And so if you're uh, catching this, understand that you can always catch the Get Ready for the Future show on our podcast on uh, on iTunes or on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. And also you can stream it live as we're doing right now today on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, three things your financial plan could be missing. And I should also point out that a lot of times I get the I would get the blame in the past for that interruption because it would be me talking in, in a yeah. different capacity yeah. right? as the pregame show host for the Razorback Network. But I don't have to take the blame of that anymore. I'm That's not, right. Not on there. It's Phil Elson's right. fault, right? That's right. Our second uh, of the three things is an understanding of the effect of rising interest rates. Now, We talked about inflation and needing your income to rise, but from an investment perspective is where we're going to dive in here, the effect of rising interest rates, because we have been talking for a long time about a rising interest rate environment. They have been near the bottom. They really can't go much lower, but for decades, it has been a decreasing uh, interest rate environment. We saw it uptick about two or three years ago, and the market had a fit over that. But we are seeing those inflationary pressures. These kind of all go hand in hand, right, John? That's I mean, right. The inflationary pressures are pushing yields higher, and that has an adverse effect on bond prices, which can have a negative impact on a traditional 60-40 portfolio. Yeah, and I I want to approach this guys by by being again very balanced in our in our commentary about this because the knee jerk reaction for just about anybody when you say okay this asset class like bonds is really kind of out of favor oh well let's just get out of that we don't want anything to do with that bonds play a role in your portfolio even in a rising interest rate environment so don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. Don't knee-jerk react to this by saying, I just want totally out of bonds and all into equity. When you do that, you raise your risk profile tremendously. Bonds still play an important role in your portfolio. You will find bonds in the portfolios that we have here at GenWealth. But I think the key that you have to understand is that all bonds are not equal. All bonds don't uh, uh, perform the same way. But bond prices are affected by interest rates. So let's go back to, to school on this. As interest rates have been coming down, we've seen bond prices escalate over the last 20 or 25 years or so. It's been a really big time bonanza if you've been a long-term bond investor over the last 20 or 25 years. Well, now that trend is, is shifting and now we're seeing rising interest rates, which means bond prices are going to decline. Now, that's a generalization, a very broad generalized statement about bond prices. But there are things, Candace, like uh, adjustable rate bonds, mortgage-backed securities, Mm -hmm. things like that that don't perform in the same way that a traditional 30-year treasury bond would perform as. Yeah, and and also real estate. Real estate's another component of uh, our portfolios for income plans that we do for our clients. Um, because real estate will give us, you know, some um, some yield that we need for a particular segment without subjecting it to in- interest rates rising and, and, and decreasing, and then also the volatility of the market. Yeah, you've got a, a factor, an income factor there with real the type of real estate that we right. invest in uh, that provides income. 
but also some stability of, of principle to some degree. Mm-hmm. And so it does kind of act like a, a bond in a way. And there are other things that we have access to that, that mimic the performance of bonds in terms of income, but also don't act like the, a bond does when it's pressured by rising interest rates. And so you've got to be aware of the effect of that. Now, let's talk about uh, you know uh, the difference between what we do at GenWealth and what you might be exposed to. So let's take a look at, at the typical 401k investor and let's understand what they're facing. They are in what are likely to be target funds. Target date funds yep. are funds that are prolific in 401k accounts. And nothing says that those target date funds are going to basically adjust their bond holdings to any rising interest rate pressures. They're just in uh, allocation allocation bonds. Yeah, and yeah. so the, you, you take a look at that and you could have some serious downside pressure on a bond portfolio that is in a target date fund, unlike maybe some adjustable rate bonds that that could sustain themselves in a hard rising interest rate yeah. environment. Let's kind of dig into that just a little bit more because when you talk, when I mentioned allocation and you said it too, the, that the target date funds are built to increase their allocation to fixed income as you get closer to that date that's on your fund, right? So right. if you're in a 2025 fund, the idea is, is every year that you get closer to that, you're going to have more exposure to fixed income. But as John, to John's point, it doesn't necessarily mean they're changing the type of fixed income mm-hmm. that is inside of that allocation. I, I've had uh, some colleagues in the industry just bash target rate funds, uh, target date funds in, in 401ks. They, they said they're awful. They're, they, they really do. You know, if you think about it, as you get older, do you need to not have as much equity? Right. Well, I don't know that that's true, especially right. in an inflationary environment. Yep. And and there are some, uh, you know, there's an article out today in our in our industry publications that basically have you know two of the largest asset managers in the world going, yeah, the sixty forty thing is probably not really where we need to be as far as investments are concerned going forward. Well, uh, thanks for joining the club. We've been saying that for a long time here at GenWealth because we don't believe that that a uh, rising interest rate environment is a good place for your standard 60-40 investment portfolio. Yeah, that uh, article you're referring to, we have right in front of us, is the headline is, Bank Analysts Warn That 60-40 Portfolios Could Be Battered By Inflation. And you look at how it performed only five times since 2000 has a gauge of a 60-40 uh, by Goldman Sachs calculation. So it's a it's a benchmark they've come up with on 6040. So that's how they measure it. So it's not necessarily the same as what you might see. But only five times since 2000 has that suffered a drawdown of 10% over a month. Uh, but one of those was dur- incurred during the outbreak of COVID uh, back in March of 2020. And then in September, it didn't go down 10%, but it did go down 4% for the month, a 6040 portfolio. So when you think about withdrawing from that as it's going down that highlights the other risk that we uh we often talk about for our clients when it comes to retirement income and that sequence sequence risk you're going to be selling an asset that is losing value even in the perceived safe part of that 60 40 uh portfolio and that can accelerate the depletion of your account Yeah. So if you've got a million dollar portfolio, let's say that that's what you're drawing your 4% off of and it's, it's broken up into that 60, 40. So in, let's say 2008, the market was down 40%, right? Mm -hmm, Right. So then your million dollars is now 600,000. So at a million dollars, you were drawing 4%. That's $40,000 a year in your income. If it's now your portfolio is 600,000, we're still drawing 4%. That's only 24,000. You would have to take a $16,000 pay cut in order to keep that 4% rule going. If you were to keep drawing that $40,000 off of the 600,000, that's a 6.7% withdrawal rate. And that's not sustainable. So that's what we're talking about here. If we've got bad returns as we are drawing income off of it, that's a tailspin out of your portfolio and it just won't last. Yeah. I I love being on the radio because I have these epiphanies every once in a while when I'm sitting here. For some reason, I just think, oh, wow, that's how we need to communicate that. Because, And I just had one just a moment ago. I was thinking about, you know, these bank analysts and them, you know, advocating for a long period of time, 60, 40, you know, portfolios and that type of thing. What they are managing to is a benchmark. What we manage to here at GenWealth is an outcome. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're looking for the outcome that you're looking for in your portfolio, and that's income. Right. Outcome is the income that you get that you're able to spend. And what does that outcome look like? Uh, that outcome looks like a cash flow that increases over time so that you can keep pace with inflation, one that is uh, arranged that it's not consuming itself as you're trying to draw money out of a declining portfolio, and one that provides some uh, longevity risk protection that allows you to not worry about running out of money before you run out of time. But I think that's the real difference. If someone yeah. asks about what is the difference by, uh, between what you guys at GenWealth do and what everybody else generally does, I think they manage to a, a benchmark we manage for outcome. Yeah, I think that's a great point because that really kind of gets back into the return argument or the performance uh, concentrated a discussion when, well, okay, my portfolio did X return. Well, what does that even mean when it comes yeah. to you in retirement? What does mm-hmm. that even mean? So what should you do uh, with to have an understanding of the effect of rising interest rates on your financial plan? We've talked about it a little bit. Uh, understand that not all bonds are the same, as John alluded to. The fixed income should not just be an allocation, but it should be looking for the right types of fixed income that may be less affected by a rising interest rate environment. And John, really, a lot of that comes down to duration, the length that you're holding that. uh, The longer duration you have on a bond, the more sensitive it tends to be on that tail end to a change uh, in interest rates. And then, as Candace alluded to, consider fixed income alternatives. It's not just stocks and bonds out there. There there is another asset class that we use uh, when it comes to real estate that can provide uh, potentially higher distributions and when it comes to uh, compared to bonds and also potentially uh, the the possibility of lower volatility uh, in, 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 a, in a volatile stock market environment. And don't kick bonds to the curb right? simply mm-hmm. because they're under pressure from rising interest rates. They still play an important role in your portfolio. Three things your financial plan could be missing. That's the subject of today's Get Ready for the Future show. We've gone over the first two. Number three, when we come back right after this. I'm Scott Inman, along with John Shrewsbury and Candace Stanley on the Get Ready for the Future show, at least during football season, for the most part available only online and on podcast. But we will be back on the radio whenever the Razorbacks have a later than morning kickoff uh, on radio as well. We're talking about three things uh, that your financial plan could be missing today. do want to take just a quick moment to talk a little bit about the fastest four. I referenced that earlier in our show, but if you're not sure what I was talking about there, we want to give you the opportunity to sign up to get that. So the fastest four minutes in investing, as it was once called on the Get Ready for the Future show, is no longer a part of our broadcast or part of our online show, but it is still available. We've renamed it, rebranded it, if you will, the fastest four minutes in finance so that we can broaden our scope of the type of subjects we bring you. So it is mostly about uh, the economy and markets, but we will venture into other retirement-related topics as well. And we do it once a week, and we promise to do it in less than four minutes. That's why it's called the fastest four. Usually it's only about three minutes, maybe even a little less than that, and is delivered to your email inbox. But all you have to do to get it is sign up. It's free, and you can text the word FAST to this number, 501-381-5228. Again, it's 501-381-5228. And I would ask you to uh, put that number in your contacts because we have a lot of ways, a lot of things you can text to that number and get resources and educational resources uh, regarding financial topics. But that word FAST is what you text to that number, and then we will get that to your email inbox once a week. Today, this week, we just recorded it, uh, we're talking about uh, Congress making some attempts uh, at closing a loophole that allows higher earners to get money into a Roth IRA. So we'll talk about that uh, in the Fastest Four to, uh, this week. Number three on our list as we return to our show topic of three things your financial plan could be missing. It is control of your required income. So let's start first, guys, talking about what is required income. So that's what your basic need in retirement. So what is it you need just to um, pay for your groceries and your gas and utilities, taxes, insurance, things that you know that you know that you know are coming every single month um, that you've got to pay for? 
um, and you don't necessarily want to subject that income to market risk. And, and things like food, clothing, you know, transportation, you name it. Those essential expenses, Scott, are the things that you've got to think about first as you're planning for retirement. A lot of people, you know, approach retirement and it's almost like they get this twinkle in their eye because the piggy bank is about to be open. You know, they they see that opportunity that when they retire, they're going to go do this and this and this and this and this. And all of that is great. But I will tell you, there is no better comfort than knowing that all of your base level expenses are taken care of. Mm -hmm. And if those base level expenses are taken care of, then you can go and have some fun with the other money that you've got. But you've got to protect the home base first. And so that's why we really do focus first on talking to our clients about figuring out what their required income is. And I think it's funny, Candace, when we are doing an appointment uh, and we are talking to somebody about that that's thinking about retirement, you say, well, how much money do you need in retirement? And they will give you this really glazed over blank look. Yeah, it's the deer in headlights like, well, I don't know. What what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. Tell us what you spend on a regular right. basis. Yeah. And so, Scott, that, that really is one of the biggest difficulties that people have when they come in is trying to go, okay, well, what do I spend? Yeah. I think it's important, too, because I thought of a, a client that we just met with yesterday that would fall into part of this. Now, he already has the plan, so he was coming, us to, coming to us to ask the question. But you mentioned the piggy bank being open. Sometimes it's not even for a free-for-all spending spree that they're looking to go on. Sometimes it's looking they're looking to pay off debt right on right. day one of retirement, which is, a, oh, yeah. I think, a great concept. Right? Yes. You, 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 you need to be focused on getting rid of all those monthly payments, right? You want to get rid of it. But the, the way they want to do that is to potentially pull six figures or more out of mm-hmm. their retirement assets before the plan is in place. So I would, I would say if you're watching or listening to us today and you're closing in on retirement and you either have a financial plan that doesn't account for control of your required income or you don't have a financial plan at all, don't tap the piggy bank to pay off all your debt unless that financial plan is in place. And speaking to that, you know, when when they think about, let's say a mortgage, for example, is usually what we'll hear. I want to pay that off as soon as I retire. Um, But what they're not thinking about is that uh, a lot of times they'll have a 401k and all of that is pre-tax money. So they don't just have to take out what they owe. You've got to account for the taxes on that, too. So you're taking a whole lot more out of your portfolio that could be income generation for you. And Candace, those taxes could be more than they think because they've got some income that they're living on now. And if they take that big lump sum out, it could throw them into a higher tax bracket. Especially in that first year of retirement where you've earned most of your income that year and then you retire. Yeah, Yeah, that that could be a real problem. And so much of this is mindset. I mentioned this before in the show as the assets that you've accumulated. Many people look at them as just-in-case assets. They're all, you know, we talked about tapping the piggy bank early. The other end of that spectrum is I'm not going to touch that unless the world falls apart and I'm going to live on what my guaranteed income is, mm-hmm. which is usually two social security checks. If it's a couple, uh, maybe there's a pension in there. But when you consider these numbers, social security covers just about everyone, but the average benefit is about $1,400 per month. And now listen to this. Meanwhile, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the average retired couple spends about $5,300 a month before taxes on their basic monthly expenses. So if you figure the average benefits $1,400 per month per individual, okay, so you double that, make it $2,800 per couple, that's still not even close to what you need, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, $5,300 before taxes. So you're still talking about well over $4,000. Now that's not specific to you. Your numbers are your numbers. So it may be lower, it may be higher, but that's where the planning process determines that required income. When you look at those expenses and you walk through that with your client, you determine what are we going to need on a monthly basis in retirement just to have some standard of living. That's your dignity. That's your your foundation of your house, as we talk about with the house analogy. It buys your dignity, and that required income should be met with monthly predictable dependable guaranteed income so what you're going to be looking at doing guys and when, when we move into the what should you do here is if there is a gap between what your required income need is and what your guaranteed income sources are through social security and, and other places then we need to carve out a portion of the assets to allocate to 
an investment vehicle, which is an annuity, that will give you a guaranteed monthly check for the rest of your life. Yeah, you want to create that pensionized income, if you will. It's much like having a pension. Everybody would love to have a job that has a pension. And unfortunately, pensions are going away in the United States. They have, they've decreased significantly, and fewer and fewer companies are providing them. So what is stepping into its place? It is the, the uh, traditional thought process of annuitizing income. But we don't annuitize here at GenWealth. We provide income guarantees uh, through the vendors that we have and the, the insurance companies that we work with. They provide income guarantees to folks, but still have those assets invested. Right. You still have an account value, but the in case that account value gets depleted because you live a long time, you're still going to get that monthly check arriving to you uh, in your bank account. And you know, you think about that when we talked about the risk in the last segment of being sequence risk, mm-hmm. and our first risk was inflation risk, this guaranteed income stream that cannot out, uh, you cannot outlive is protecting against longevity risk. Yeah, it is not unusual for us to be talking to folks and them have family members that are in their 90s and still alive. Yeah, we talked with a couple this week who, uh, let's see, her mother was 72, so that's that's good, but her grandmother was 100. Yeah. And so she's got longevity in her family. We've got to consider that when we're putting together her plan. Absolutely. And and the longevity risk is something that a lot of people just kind of, you know, blow off a little bit and they go, ah, I'm not going to live that long. Well, what if you do? Mm-hmm. If you're running out of money, you don't have any other alternative. You've got to backstop that longevity risk with by by basically transferring that risk to a large well-capitalized insurance company that says hey look if you run out of money we got your back we'll keep sending you a check for as long as you live yeah and so back to what i mentioned a little earlier about not uh, taking out of your retirement assets to pay off debt on the on the front end maybe you still can once this plan's in place because you're kind of hearing it now all come together the asset level is only related to your income plan right do we have the asset level that will support your required income we need some we might need assets to fill your required income gap and then the buckets are lined up after that into an investment strategy that's conservative on the front end. So we know that you're not going to see a lot of movement in the account value there, uh, protecting in a low risk uh, investment strategy there to provide monthly income for the first years of retirement, then moderate in the middle, which is where we often use the uh, real estate asset class, and then still uh, invested in equities on the back end that we're going to leave alone for 15 years. So when you encompass that in, in, down to the dollar in, in as far as how much needs to be invested in in what bucket, then you know your asset level and maybe there's some left over to get rid of debt or to have a side bucket, but that's where the plan really dictates the investment strategy. Yeah, that's a good point because John mentioned earlier that about harvesting gains. Yeah. You know, we may not be able to take a whole big chunk and pay off the mortgage all at once, but there may be years where we do better than we plan for because we like to plan for worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. We can harvest those gains and throw a lot of that principal. Yeah, absolutely. And and think about this. What we're all talking about here is the design of the ready-to-retire process yep. here at mm-hmm. GenWealth. Yep. And if you don't have a process by which you can visualize what's going on in your retirement for the next 10, 15, 20, 25 years, you need to have the ready-to-retire process applied to your situation because it clearly gives you that that roadmap or that, that uh, journey through your retirement. And it just isn't about your income or just about your investments or anything of that nature. We're going to talk about a lot of different things. We're going to talk about things like estate planning. We're going to talk about things like long-term care and how you're going to accommodate those expenses because long-term care cost can erode the ability for longevity to to uh, be covered or for inflation to be covered because you're having to divert those those dollars out to something that maybe you didn't anticipate. So all of those things are involved in the ready to retire process. And I would just tell you that all you have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call. You'll speak with Anna Olive, our new client introduction specialist. She will match you up with a GenWealth advisor that is and a team of advisors actually at GenWealth that are going to apply their trade and their craft to your situation and help you get ready for the future. That number is 866-653-PLAN. So 866-653-7526 to speak to Anna Olive and get connected with a GenWealth financial advisor near you. Three things your financial plan could be missing. 
We'll continue right after this. My name is Scott Inman with Candace Stanley and John Shrewsbury on the Get Ready for the Future show today, talking about three things your financial plan could be missing. I want to remind you again about our 15-minute retirement checkup. How likely are you to have a successful retirement? It's easy to find out a broad view of that by texting the word CHECKUP to 501-381-5228. Again, the number is 501-381-5228. Or you can go to our website, visit 15 minute Retirement. Dot com. That's the number one and the number five, and then spell out minuteretirement.com. For the time it takes you to check your social media, you can uh, find out a little bit more about are you on track for a successful retirement. Would would tell you that it's a very broad-eyed general, uh, broad-eyed general view for sure. You want to come in and get the planning process after that, but it will give you kind of a, a gauge to where you are, no matter where you are on your retirement journey. So the subject, guys, of the show today, three things your financial plan could be missing. You may have been thinking, okay, we have already gone through three, and we have. Uh, the first thing that it may be missing, an answer for inflation, you have to have inflation-adjusted raises to your retirement income because things are going to cost more. We all are more sensitive to that reality right now with inflation year over year. Just coming in today, the report, at 5.4%, higher than it's been in a long time. Number two was an understanding of the effect of rising interest rates, what that does and the pressure it can put, downward pressure uh, on a bond portfolio or a fixed income component of your overall portfolio and what you should do there. And then number three was control of your required income. What is that? That is the amount on a monthly basis that you're going to need really just to have some base lifestyle in retirement. It's not the extras. It's the things you have to have. The money going out of your bank account every month has to be met with guaranteed money coming in and how to do that. But we've got a bonus for you. In this final segment, what has your retirement plan or your financial plan potentially missing? You. You know, everything we talked about in the first three segments was strategy, was uh, investments. It was something that is general. And certainly there's a template for everything we do in the planning process with the income for life model. But the numbers and the design, this is really departing from the science of it and into the art of it. And that's what makes it you. Yeah. So going back to that 60-40, that's just a cookie cutter plan that many advisors will just give to everybody. Mm -hmm. They get the same plan. But at GenWealth, we're going to make your plan your plan. It's going to have your numbers based on your income. And your plan is not going to be the same as anybody else's at GenWealth. Guys, I, I think about all of the conversation today about taxes, about inflation, about all of these things that we've talked about today, rising interest rates and all of that. I think the question that I would ask anyone is, what are you going to do about it? Mm. Yeah, you know, a lot of people can talk and a lot of people can listen, but what happens, and I've seen this over the course of my my career in the in the financial industry, inertia can 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 just set in and nobody does anything and they just kind of watch it happen. And because there's not some big sudden event that they think they have to react to, then it's almost like that frog that gets, you know, put in the pot of lukewarm water and they just turn the the uh temperature up on the water on the on the burner yep. and and suddenly the frog is boiled and and you it didn't even know what happened to him i think that that's what happens to a lot of people who don't have a plan yep. i think that's what happens to a lot of people that maybe had a plan many many years ago but their situation has changed they haven't dusted that plan off it's still sitting in a filing cabinet someplace or if they even know where it's at maybe their investments haven't been looked at in years been doing great already we're at a kind of a pivot point right now mm -hmm. and if things have been doing great for you great what about the future what right. about where we're going? And you've got to be prepared for that. And so there's a lot of things that that as people approach retirement, they need to make adjustments to their to their overall plan. And with the numbers that we talked about earlier in the show, Scott, of somewhere in the 20% range of people that actually have a written financial plan, there's plenty of folks out there that that really just need to start. Yeah. But even if you already have a plan, 
maybe that plan hadn't been tuned up in a long period of time. And I think that is really where the you comes in because no one can do that for you but you. And But all you have to do is pick up the phone. And I think there are uh, some out there that think, well, this is not for me. This is for my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, retirement's for my parents. I don't need to worry about that right now. That's not true at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you will, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, right. it really is. Right. And, and so you've got to have something on paper to get you to the destination that you're trying to get to, else you're just going to wander. Yep. Yeah. It's, yep. and, and the thing is, I think it has to become a priority. Because I think so many people, and I get it because I live it, you're living day to day. You're just trying to manage the day to day things that get thrown at you, whether it's related to your job, or your family, whatever's happening to you today. And maybe on a good day, on a good Saturday, when you don't have anything going on, you think about next month. But you have to, this show is called Get Ready for the Future. And we're talking about the long term future. So, the priority has to take place there. I think what you said, John, is so true. Most people who do come to see us, there's some kind of life event that's mm-hmm. happening, and usually it's retirement, right? I mean, when you get it, when people get closer, uh, maybe months, maybe a year, maybe two years, that's usually when they really start to make a move, right? And that's fine. It certainly can be done, but seeing it any more distant in your own personal future than that, it's hard to visualize. But let me just kind of urge you when it comes to prioritizing. Yeah, it takes a little work on the front end. You're going to have to gather some statements. You're going to have to think about what do you want retirement to look at. But that can be fun. That part can be fun. And then once you do it and you meet with a general financial advisor and the plan's in place, it won't have to be that detailed for you for you as far as your work on the front end after that. But we do know things are going to change. We're going to continue to meet and update the plan as we roll along. Yeah. And sometimes there's some fear in that, you know, sure. coming in, they feel like, you know, they may be going to the doctor and going to disrobe, you right. know, exposing all of your uh, financial situation can feel very similar. We see a lot of people come in and they're just sweating bullets, uh, you know, but, you know, we do our best to make you feel comfortable. Um, we but, don't have to disrobe. No, yeah. No disrobing is going to happen. Yeah. None yep. of that. None no of that. No of teeth. Um, nope, not going to happen. But yeah. what you should fear more than that is not knowing what retirement it's going to look like and so we can we can paint that picture for you scott i will add to what candace is saying we respect all levels of wealth Mm -hmm. here at gen wealth it does not matter where you are or what's happened in the past to tell you the truth it doesn't really matter you are where you are right now and we've got programs here at gen wealth that speak to each person at each life stage for instance we've got money works that if you're just getting started and you don't understand anything about finances money works is for you we've got our money guide program that if you're in that uh, middle stage of life and you're you're raising kids and maybe you got elderly parents that you're trying to care for and you're just trying to figure this all out and get some clarity about your money money guide is for you and then of course we've talked about the ready to retire process on the show today the ready to retire process takes you from a to z during that 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 uh, later stage of life as you're approaching retirement and helps you to get a clear picture about what is going on as far as your money is concerned as you move into retirement we wrote a book, Scott, called uh, Your Retirement Should Be More. Myself and Janet Walker wrote this book. I guess it's been almost three years now that yeah. we wrote the book. But uh, it is really very much a, a, a guide for retiring. And it dovetails with everything that we do here at GenWealth in helping people get through the ready-to-retire process. And we say your retirement should be more because there's a lot more than just investments. Yeah, it's about time for an updated version of that book. Now it's been three years, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. You're uh, <laughs> just added, a little workload on you. You just added something to my list, Scott. Thanks a lot for that, man. It, it is easy to get started uh, with a GenWealth financial advisor. You can call toll-free 866-653-PLAN. Again, that number is 866-653-7526. You can also reach out via email. Just send it to info at getreadyforthefuture.com. And Anna Olive, who is our client introductory specialist, will get back with you and match you with an advisor near you. We have offices all over the state of Arkansas, in northwest Louisiana, and now in central Tennessee. There's the bell. Uh, That means we are closing in on the end of our time together on the Get Ready for the Future show. It is time for our final thoughts. And Candice, we'll let you go first. 
Well, today we've been talking about things that may be missing from your plan. Um, but just, you know, we mentioned interest rates and inflation. Those are things that we cannot control. Uh, we can't control the market. We can't control interest rates and inflation and things like that. But we can control the strategy for your income plan. So, guys, just get a plan. Scott, I would say that if you are are sitting here and you're thinking about all the negative things that uh, could be being brought to your mind by everything from network news to social media, uh, they're out there and that that's that's what they do is they 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 are merchants of fear uh, and you could be fearful about your future. You don't have to be fearful about your future. You just have to be in control of your future and have a plan regardless of what may come down the pike. Your plan is a living, breathing document. It needs to be able to be adjusted as different events in the world and different circumstances in the economy come along. Come alongside a Gen Wealth Advisor. Let us help you to navigate through this uncertain time. The three things that we've talked about today, there may be three other things two years from now. Don't you want to have a guide through that tumult so you can get through that and arrive at retirement ready to enjoy it? And my final thought is a reminder about our 15-minute retirement checkup. Just text the word CHECKUP to this number, 501-381-5228. Again, it's 501-381-5228. Or visit 15minuteretirement.com. That's the number one and the number five, and then spell out minuteretirement.com. In the time it takes you to check your social media, you could have a 15-minute retirement checkup. Thanks for watching this week's show. We'll be back again Wednesday at 1130. Thank you for listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. If you enjoy hearing from the Gen Wealth team every week, make sure and subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to help us get the word out on building toward financial independence, leave us a rating and review. The Gen Wealth financial team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.